Yo, what's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome back to another episode of Purse First, the only podcast out there about the queens of rap, the girls in the games. I am (laughs) Prince Pierre, aka Big Zaddy. And I'm Cecily, also known as a bad fat black girl who is about to get rid of fucking Pierre. Why? Why? Because Pierre is getting on my nerves. She y'all. only saying that because she got this new wig and she thinks she all that. And it is. Oh so my Beyonce pretty. wig. Is it the Beyonce? I was gonna say it's giving Beyonce. And your it's giving Beyonce. Is I was in Houston this weekend. I was in Houston this weekend, so I felt like I needed to give the girls the moment. Real hot girl shit. Ah. so we i'm gonna be i ain't even gonna hold y'all we have a really dope guest and i'm really excited about it so i we actually are not gonna do like a full you know intro i i want to just talk about one little thing though it's fashion week going on right now at the time we're recording this and actually i want to talk about two things one the fact that it's actually not a lot of girls at the fashion week stuff like i've really only seen Santana, Dream, I think I saw Flo Millie, and like, that's it. Like, where are the girls? You know who I've seen with uh, Santana and Dream, and I don't think people know her yet, but I'm like madly in love with her. The the wait, no, Uh, Cleopatra, Cleopatra, oh my God, Cleopatra, Cleopatra, we go get your name right. We, we the Clear Trapper. It's Clear Trapper. Yo, let's get her on the show. Yeah, let's I think, get her on the show. I think, yo, I think she released a song. She, I think I she's watched a the video. Yeah, I, yes. Let's get her on the show. Period. Say I, less. Yo, I love. I love. This I'm about girl. to slide in her DMs I right now. Like we have her. to have her on I the show. Love her. I swear to God, if I get, we get her. We get her. I, and I saw that picture of her with Santana and with Flo Millie and with Dream. I'm like, okay, I see you out here with the girls. And she's she's funny and interesting because she also is just like an Instagram like funny girl. A teacher. So like, she teaches us the difference between different words and that shit be hilarious. Do you be watching them, Pierre? Yeah. Don't come for me. I know my <laughs> words. I know every <laughs> word that comes out my mouth. I don't know patron and I don't know how to pronounce Patreon. <laughs> That's some new shit, but so you, I know my words. So you know your versus your versus yeah. your. Okay. I'm, I'm just an playing. Emmy Award winning producer slash writer, baby. <laughs> don't come for me. And when I when I hand in scripts, they don't have no typos. Period. I'm just fucking with no. That's like for people who don't know, that's what Pierre does. Pierre actually makes sure that scripts are like uh, essentially like proofread and ready to go for talent on different productions. So y'all know I be fucking with Pierre about how ghetto he talk and stuff like that, but he actually does work with words all day. So I, I just be playing. I just be playing. Like rolling rays. I have a Chicago <laughs> and like Marlo from um, Real Bitch. Housewives of Atlanta. We have heavy tongues. So saying shit Pierre. can be a struggle. Why would you say your tongue is heavy like rolling rays? Rolling rays <laughs> is like uh, uh, a brick is on the middle of his tongue. And I'm like, Wait, I get it. I get it. Where is Roland Ray? Have the, we, have, cause we you know, Cardi tweeted, like, where's Roland Ray? I miss Roland Ray. And it's, it's, it's still, <laughs> we still haven't had an update. And now I'm nervous. Say, still with us? I'm so nervous. It's been, Roland Ray haven't posted since January 7th. Hopefully he coming out with some new shit. I got to check on him. The last post was that he was in the hospital though fighting COVID. 
y'all, we gotta send some prayers up for Roland Ray. Oh my God, that's gonna devastate need all me. the prayer warriors to get the praying right now. Get in y'all closets, get y'all Ray. cloths, get y'all prayer cloths out because no, for real, like we can't nothing happen to the big purr. I need Roland Ray, but um, Lil Nas X is another one that has has hasn't been, even though I've seen him out. Oh. Pierre, you always seeing somebody out. I seen him out at the club. Let me find out you sneaky linking with Montero. I would love to. I, I, he is so fine to me. I seen Lil Nas out. Lil Nas wait, X. wait, wait. Pierre, Pierre, Pierre. What? You will fuck with somebody that's 21 years old. I said... Oh. You, when you say what? fuck with, what do you mean? First of all, he's 22 going on 22. Oh, now you don't know what fuck with me. Okay. Because now you being cute. No, because I would fuck some. You saying fuck with? You would fuck somebody twenty two. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I won't date no. Getting I think the, I would feel so weird see, talking to somebody that young. Understand when you're in the gay club. Once you get past that interest, where entrance entrance. Where they take your ID and you're illegal, everybody is the same age. You 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 get what you get. Now, as have you as- ever talked to a twenty two year old? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, because no, and I mean literally, cousins, like in yes, conversation. Yes, that's why I'm telling you. Like, there's no way I would fuck with. But if I'm in a club and we drunk and you cute and you want to suck my dick in the stall, purse first. Purse first. Uh, well, I, well, hold on. No, no, no. Because we can talk about our sex lives. We just don't be talking about our guest sex. You know what I'm saying? We don't be if talking about the rap girl sex lives. If we in a club and you looking fine, it's, keep in mind, some I have went after people who I thought were older. And I'm like, oh, he's cute. Because that's how I ended up with my last one. Because I thought he was older. His voice was deeper. And I'm like, oh, he got to be 30. And he was only 25 at the 24 at the time. Oh, wow. And, yeah, so have sex with, absolutely. As long as you're over 22, 23, I will have sex with you. Date you, okay. absolutely. There's nothing you can offer me at 23. Yeah. For nothing dating, else. I only do five above or five below. Okay, that's fair. But some people do too. Wow, we got all off topic there. <laughs> We talked about <laughs> Fashion Week. Okay, so yeah, we supposed like, to talk about um, Fashion Week. Did you like? Are we able to talk about their clothes and still want them on the show? I think that that's fair, y'all. We are just honest. Like, come on now, y'all. We don't have to like y'all outfits for y'all to be for us to be honest about y'all music and what y'all are contributing to the culture. I don't. I don't think that we have to do that. I think that people are allowed. We're allowed to be critical. We still love y'all all the same. So now go ahead and talk about who outfits you didn't like, Pierre. None of theirs. Um. So the thing is, what rappers? All rappers do this. I promise. Only people. The only people that have mastered this is like Cardi B. Mm-hmm. Um. Not even my girl. So I'm not even gonna say their name. But um. Mm, yeah. Like wearing labels, it just they 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 wear and do so much of it, it looks horrible, mm-hmm. and it just looks like oh I don't even want to buy that. Cardi B wears labels so tastefully to me. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Like the way her stylist put her in shit, it's like, oh. But with rappers, and you can tell like bitches from the hood, niggas from the hood. That's what it is. They just be like, give me everything with a G on it and I'm about to wear it. So the motherfuckers walking up to Fashion Week with Gucci headband, Gucci eyebrows, Gucci nails, Gucci rubber bands, mm-hmm. Gucci. And it's just so ugly. It's like, you didn't I... even try. You just put on everything in the showroom that was Gucci. I wanted to talk about Dream Doll in particular. Because I feel like Dream Doll is very like Dream Doll is often in costume in terms of her styling. That's all that's always how I like look at her outfits. And sometimes and, and I think what that means is that sometimes it can go either way because she comes up with like real creative shit to do. Like she always there's always gonna be something with one of Dream Doll's outfits that you don't expect. And sometimes and a lot of times actually I would say it's cute as fuck. Like when she wore that that top that was made of the upside down uh, New York fitted caps holding her titties up. I was like, oh, bitch, you ate that. Like, right? And I feel like, you know, she was kind of going for that kind of like extreme, like this, how they pull up to the Met Gala look for Fashion Week 2. And I was like, ooh, you do that at the Met, not at Fashion Week. Mm -hmm. Like, how you dress. Are you talking about the, did you see the purple? That purple, yes, mm-hmm. that purple, and it's like, nah, like that's not. Yeah, forward. like, like this was not, yeah, and like dream, because like the, you said that bitch dress, like, dream be fucking dressing. Do you hear me? So I wasn't, I wasn't a fan, but I also would have liked to see some more, just some more rap girls. And I think the only other rap girl I saw was Megan at Coach, because you know Meg has the. The partnership with Coach, but yeah, I didn't feel like the rap girls were showing out and showing. I guess it motherfucker said, "Uh, Rihanna pregnant, city girls down until Rihanna uh <laughs> had a baby." <laughs> oh my god! Now, um, I know y'all are expecting for me and Pierre to be talking about bussing that has been released since we first started talking about. Um, do we have a problem? Pierre and I Did are we actually talk about going do to we be. Have a problem? Yes, we talked about. It. We actually had a very long ass conversation about it that by the, y'all have heard um, on the episode that we dropped. The last episode that we dropped, when we had our conversation about Nikki and everything that you know was going on in the new era. But we do want to really actually take some time to sit with, like you know, sit with the song, sit with the videos, and talk through that. Um, and we are going to do that for our patrons, for our um, Bottega baddies and our Birkin baddies. So, you know, that's that's not for everybody. You know what I'm saying? That's for the girls that got the coin that's getting the exclusive reviews. But for now, we really want to get into our guests. You know what I'm saying? Because we got a we gotta hot one. All right, y'all. So our guest today, okay? This is one of my faves. We talking hit makers, right? We talking gay icons, we talking innovators. We talking creativity. I love McConan is that nigga, period. Ain't no arguing about it. It's such an honor to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So what's up? How are you feeling? How's life right now? Tell me your business. What's up? <laughs> life is really good right now. You know, I'm chilling. Just had a nice weekend. You know, Valentine's Day was on Monday and <laughs> oh okay mm-hmm. now you know we are as a show as a philosophy on the show we mm-hmm. intentionally do not talk about people's relationships and sex lives because we feel like when people interview female and queer artists they focus on that too much you tried to tempt yeah. us 
No, we not gonna fall. Almost, we not. I almost asked, but I'm uh-huh. mind my business. We yeah, not gonna yeah. fall for the okie dog. We not gonna <laughs> fall. We not gonna fall for the okie dog. We not gonna do it. Matter of fact, Pierre, Pierre, keep us moving. Keep us moving. There is something that one of the things we always ask our guests. Um, um, and with you, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be fun because you're you're like legendary. You're like an evolved artist. Um. If someone never heard of you, what mm-hmm. song or bar should they listen to that is like you, like McConan, like this is me? I mean, if they never heard me, then you, of course the song or bar would be Club Going Up on a Tuesday. Period. Which is, which is me because it's like before it became all the crazy madness that it became, it was like a rare thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like we're not really doing this and it's like, but... If I'm going to do it, I'm going to celebrate. I'm going to have fun. And we're doing it like it was whatever day y'all was doing, you know? Right. <laughs> and so I feel like that's who I am as a person. That song kind of shows that. And, you know, more people get to know me or listen to my music, the more they get to see the different layers and the different sides and right. all that, you know, so. That Talk about, um, no, for real. Because when, when you just say the name of that song, like, it's like my mind goes back like to a moment in time. Like I, Cecily, I remember fucking being in clubs on days that I don't supposed to be in clubs <laughs> only because of this fucking song. Like yeah. you was you probably in there fighting Pierre. I know. You made it okay for me to step outside of the house on weekdays. Like Period. on what we call school night. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and that was the thing. I think it was dope for us because we was college age, so that is kind of what we was doing anyway. Like, so it really, there was this built-in demographic for that song that I feel like really helped kind of propel it. Because when you in college, you party, especially me. Like, I went to a party school, so like you really partying like Monday through Friday any damn way. So that's yeah. Like literally, I'm like, oh my god! As soon as you said the name of that song, I'm like, oh, wet seal heels. Oh uh, my forever god. Forever 21, forever 21 fake jewelry. Like oh that's just god. like that's what we was wearing. How embarrassing. The How embarrassing. of it all. That's that's lovely. I'm glad to hear that. You know, it's amazing <laughs> that to have uh, like some art like that that affects people to where they they automatically can tell you the feeling of what time I and mean, put them in a place and you know. And everybody yes. seems to have a have a uh, uh like a good story about it. You know, nobody's Absolutely. Like, that's my, I hate that song. When I heard it, <laughs> it's been like, no, nah, I love that song. So I'm like, oh, I love that. I'm we looked the mess, but bitch, we was having a ball. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> okay. So, so coming current, like, obviously we have like so many queer rappers that are out now. We have Lil Nas X's and Santana's, but like yeah. you've been kind of part of queer canon of rappers, obviously for a while now. And I remember, you know, from from when I interviewed you for Nylon, also for our listeners, I'll probably link to that story just because there might be some context for y'all. But, mm-hmm. you know, we talked a lot kind of about like how the L's you had to take. And without going back into that, mm-hmm. I'm curious to know what it feels like for you to see kind of the fruits of those sacrifices and that shade mm-hmm. that you had to take, those L's yeah. that you had to take for yeah. these other people to be able to have the the platforms yeah. in the room that they have to like fly free. Yeah. McConan yeah. walks so you hoes can run. Okay. Period. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, it's a lot, you know, it's a lot to take in. If I if I listen to the gossip or like people from the outside to tell me, it'll start making me feel like, damn, you know, like what the fuck? I need the I need my uh my credit or my just do and all that. 
but I'd be living like as a human, you know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. like how I could put it in the context of it, it, like an analogy of it is like I, I live in Portland, Oregon, right? And I see these bridges out here, right? And they have built mm-hmm. all these bridges. And I was like, yo, like these bridges was built before the iPhone, before I made music, before I was even here. You know what I'm saying? And all that. And I was like, that's crazy that they did that without thinking about, I need to get credit every time somebody passed this bridge. Yeah. And when you're right. having a good time on my bridge, you need to uh, give love to me and say that I did it and my name and all that. And it's like, yo, that's some real man shit that you just did that so that others could also. That's cross. Exactly. Get to where they're going. Exactly. And do what do what they need to do. However, after you cross the bridge, but it's like somebody had to help make this bridge. So I'm stealing. I'm stealing this, by the way, and I'm not giving you credit. (laughs) Like this analogy was like I've never heard this shit before. Yeah. (laughs) I I actually to to jump in though. Like I am curious. So Pierre is you know the rapper amongst us mm-hmm. um and a gay rapper and you know him and tts freaky boys achieved a little bit of success you know they like went viral on youtube and all of these things and so i am curious pierre what it was like for you learning that somebody like mcconaughey who had like all of these like international banger ass hits was was queer um it felt good like i remember when like I remember Twitter like blowing up when they found out and it feels good because you know me and TT we were like I always say like we were rapping at a time where it was scary to go in the studios and the shit mm-hmm. we was rapping about like and we were in Chicago in the hood it was they scary. was rapping about little thought shit McConaughey yeah, in case you yeah. were curious like it was scary but we were doing the work and yeah we were like we had so much weight on our shoulders because mm-hmm. people were like, "What the fuck are y'all doing?" And then mm-hmm. when everybody, when McCone, like all these people, like the people I see now, I'm just like, "Thank, thank you, thank right. you, thank you," because they get to enjoy the fruits of our labors and and shit yeah. like like he just said. Right. But also across the bridge that we. Yeah. <laughs> They do. They get to cross the bridge. But also, it's like, I didn't make the bridge myself. You feel yeah. me? I just kind of, I just kind of like said, this the bridge, bitch. I'm taking it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now everybody's like, oh, okay, we could take it. But it's like, yeah, it's there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's so many people that help put it on. And it's like, it's nobody to really, Yeah. it's not, it's not one person to name who say they deserve all the credit of it. Because right. it's like, it's been so much that put into it that made it into what it is. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? And you seem to have like really come into like yourself as an artist in terms of like the kind of music you want to make. What would you have done differently early in, in your career, and in terms of music or just any type of decisions you made? Um, I don't think I would have done nothing different. You know, I've always was making music that I wanted to make. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And just I just wanted to make music for the people. You know what I mean? And so I'm out here interacting with the people gathering what's going on with people what the issues they're talking about and where that's going to become me i'm gonna make the music so when i say the message everybody gonna get it uh, you know what right. i mean like the majority of us gonna get it even though i may have talked to us one-on-one to receive it like what's like what's happening with you what's happening with you all right now when i'm gonna speak through the music through the song it's gonna touch all of us and it's gonna be something in there 
that could help all of us to baby understand each other better. You know what I mean? So, that's actually that's actually a perfect transition because what I was gonna ask you. So like we, you know, when we talked before a couple years ago, one of the things we talked about then was like, you know, how kind of some of your peers in the industry kind of switched up on you. But I am curious <laughs> now that we passed that, yeah. I'm curious about what the fan transition has been like and how it's been not not even just beyond even you quote unquote coming out, but yeah. with you making different types of music now, now that it's not just, you know, bangers, strip club bangers and shit like that. Like what has yeah. that been like? One, building a new fan base, adding to the fan base that you had, and also what have kind of like OG fans been saying and with the new shit you've been making? You know, it's, I don't know. You know, I know that <laughs> as an artist, I be everywhere and I like to keep going. I like to always find a new fan every song type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And my, my, I guess my old fans that understand that, like, accept McConan as an artist. They love mm-hmm. every, they love and appreciate all my efforts that I do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, certain fans who fall in love with one song and like, oh, I, I like this style that you did here. They mm-hmm. end up being like a little disgruntled or mad because like, you're not doing that style again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When I wanted you to do that song again. Wow. And I just be like, yo, but like, as an artist, as I started out, I wasn't really trying to chase the the fame or the the success right. of, oh, I know this formula of, of song that's going to make a hit song. I'm going to keep doing that over and over to where it's like I stay on the charts with this type of sound because that's what mm-hmm. people want. You know what I mean? It's like I want to be able to talk to every – I want to be able to touch people with the music. You know what I mean? I want right. to be able to have so much music and different songs made that like when Versatility. I'm, yeah, like mm-hmm. when I'm gone, it's like, dang, you, you can live forever in, in every world because you got music that's touching everybody. Right. And it's like, you know, I don't want to yeah. be a, a trap legend. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. like <laughs> like the ones that you know what I mean who end up passing on and it just right. kind of get known as like that. It's like I do music, even though I was born where I was born from and I end up coming up and found a way through the trap and like to get mm-hmm. out and to make music, but it's like, yo, I've got music that that goes beyond genres. Yo, to where, you and know, if you really know, and art. if you really know McConan's story, that really hits different because uh, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna just say this: a lot of motherfuckers gonna say they got it out the mud. <laughs> like yeah, M- yeah. McConan really, really yeah. has gone through a lot and and gone to a lot of places and and yeah. really has like done a lot to be here. So that actually really makes a lot of sense. And I think what it also speaks to is like you really not wanting to be a product but just yeah. wanting to be an artist an and artist. i think yeah. yeah and i think that that's the hardest thing for like fans of of anyone you know in our culture right now we think that the people that we look up to our favorite artists our favorite youtubers whoever they are we think that they are products for us to yeah. continuously consume and that you know that they stay the same like characters on a tv show they never yeah. evolve they never change yeah but like artistry is just is just not like that yeah, artistry grows and lives forever. It's like I probably may, haven't made my biggest stuff yet. You know what right. I mean? That's but right. That's like, crazy, yeah. Yeah. Right. As an artist, though, I like to keep growing and going and doing because I I love it for the art. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't I don't really care about the recognition and who made mm-hmm. the most money and all that. Like I like to who who made the shit that's really hidden and lasting and like right. people are feeling and like that. You know what I mean? That's the shit I care about. Right. And so, but it's like fans don't really care about that, and like the no. industry don't <laughs> don't care about that either. So it's like they want they want that that consumer product shit, and it's like, all right, well, I'm gonna just go do art. Let's talk about everything is trash. 
Yeah. Let, I want to know. <laughs> Everything literally is trash. Right? That is what I want to know. Like, what is the inspiration behind kind of the name of the album? And how would you talk about the album kind of thematically? Um, well, the name just came from, you know, like, we be saying that a lot. Like, you know, this <laughs> this trash, that's trash. Oh, he trash. And it's come to the point where, you know, everything trash then. You know what I mean? But at the same mm-hmm. time, I was like, well, one man's trash is another man's treasure. And they was mm-hmm. like, yeah, but that's a little, you know what I mean? I was like, you're right. That ain't no R&B album. I'm going to be singing all, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, <laughs> so we going to call it Everything is Trash. And I've been working with the band here in Portland, uh, Yellow Trash Can. And we all just kind of came up with the name. And like that, and they have a big trash following of trash. You know what I mean? They're they're whole. They got a lot of trash cult shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They big. They big in the trash world. You know what I mean? Okay. And so, and so, like like real grungy and shit. Yeah, a little bit, but just like all things trash. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so like, not y- not y'all out there Oscar the grouching it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> That's representing the city, though. Like, you come around, see what they're doing. It's like, motherfucker oh got high rise tents out here. They got two, they doing a lot. Yeah. Solar, solar panel uh, tents and shit. Mm-hmm. So, oh, like, that's it, exactly, yep. It's that's like, exactly. It's like, a, it's, like a, it's like a trash land, but it's, it's turning into, you know, how trash get recycled and start yep. becoming some new shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then motherfuckers yeah. get turned into art and all type of other yeah. shit. Exactly. See, if y'all mm-hmm. just come over here and look at it as art, then yeah. it's, it's a wonderland. Yeah. But if you're looking at it as trash, then hey, it's trash land. We got to be careful now. Don't be accidentally encouraging no gentrification okay, now. You know the white people. No, I'm because you know white people love to do that. Yeah, but <laughs> it's it's literally fine, I guess. You know what I mean? It feel like <laughs> they need it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. It's it's you know what I mean? It's it's like. Mm-hmm. Everybody need it. Honestly, right. people need to move and try new shit and like do some new energy and like, you know what I mean? Figure some shit out and like ah ah. You know what I mean? It's like right. that's what that's what our ancestors was doing. That's what people who came before us was doing. And it's like I feel like us on humans right now on earth, we just get so settled. Mm-hmm. We be settling in our little box and be like, that's it. I'm gonna stay here and I'm good. Mm-hmm. It's like now nah, I be talking you ain't well, my granddaddy in the past, but when I used to talk to him. When they was in their 30s and shit, they was, you know what I'm saying, blazing trails. They was always in here, there, that place, this place, that place. So I was like, shit, that's shit I want to do. Hopefully right. when I get 80 and 90, I could tell people, yeah, I remember being in LA, New York, Atlanta, Miami, this one, that one, that one. You know I mean? Right. Now I'm just an old man sitting out here telling stories. <laughs> <laughs> How would you um, describe like the genre or sound of the music you're making now? Now it's a lot more everything <laughs> you know what i mean it's like alternative pop rock hip-hop it's influenced by everything you know what i mean like let's just because that that's just what's happening now you know what i mean like we we're consuming everything even if we didn't like it you know what i mean it's, it's still being consumed and we subconsciously hearing it so i try to make something that everyone can hear and everyone can listen to and it may not be like they you know what I'm saying like that 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 niche thing that they're looking for, but it's like oh I I, I like that because it's everybody can enjoy it, you know. Right. And so that's the sound I've been going for, but at the same time I've just been going for <clears throat> beefing up my gay sound. You feel me? Like 
really, really putting it in there <laughs> and making motherfuckers feel it to where yes. it's like, turn that shit off, bro. I'm getting Queer- uncomfortable. Queering <laughs> the canyon. Oh, yeah, because yeah. let me tell you something. Yeah. My Girl Trans is one of the hardest songs yeah. on the album, and I know you did that on purpose, period. Right. Like, that <laughs> shit slapped. I was like, oh, my nigga put his foot in this on purpose. Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> on purpose. Like, <laughs> it goes so hard. I right. Like, I love that you are doing that intentionally. I mean, you know, yeah. obviously, we see other people yeah. who are also doing that. With like yeah. their music and their persona, I love. But I love that you've just yeah. found a way to just do it with the music. I yeah. I am very curious, like rap rap wise, kind of people who are out now. Like, who are you kind of inspired? Is there anybody you're inspired by? You know, like whose music are you kind of listening to right now? I like NBA Youngboy a lot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I listen to him. I listen to um, Saucy Santana. I really material like girl. Yeah, I've been going around the house all day. <laughs> I was on that one all day today. I was like, if I only share this on Instagram, they would be like, boy, if you don't shut up. <laughs> but yeah, nah, I like Saucy a lot. Um, who else I've been listening to? I don't know, man. You know, I like Pink Pantress. I've been, Ooh, I think who she is that? The, she in the UK. I don't know. I just I was, I just found that shit and I was like, oh, she she's killing it. I like it. Oh, so, put me on. Yes. Yeah. Been listening to that album a lot. Um, you know, who else? I don't even know who out there. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, hey y'all, I see y'all. I support all y'all efforts. <laughs> 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 I like y'all. You know what I mean? They they all have told me they fans and stuff because you know they've come up and they're younger. So it's like it's all love, mm-hmm. y'all. I support yeah. it. I fuck with it. Express yourself because that's what I wanted to inspire y'all to do. You know what I mean? I love it. I'm so glad to be in the now. Yeah, like, because a lot of people do not get to say that. Yeah. Well, and I guess, and I guess I am curious, like, oh no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Like when you mentioned back then, and I was just thinking, I was like, ugh. I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I don't even like to say this nigga night. Yeah, but it's like, (laughs) even just back then and with all that, the, 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 culture or whatever the fuck motherfuckers is doing back there it was just like y'all are all so lame to me yeah. it's like i just got to keep going and it's like i don't care to be out of the loop and not backstage at none of this bullshit i'm gonna go do me and be happy where i'm at and it's like period I'm glad i'm here that like that now and i'll be seeing everybody now who i've used to you know see from like 2014 15 and shit on on screen it's like this is what y'all y'all was Y'all just nobody's happy. <laughs> nobody's happy. <laughs> yeah, no, nobody's yeah. happy. And it's like it don't matter how many times y'all at whatever fucking bar spot taking a piss. Like I'm over it, y'all. So that's and why you we get to out. be you get to be a person like, and that's the other thing too. And that's also why you can sit up on yeah. a podcast like this and say what the fuck you want to say, and they gotta right. and don't have to worry about it because who's gonna check you? Yeah. When yeah. you can stand on your own too, it's like who's gonna check you? Period. I'm a human too. You know right. I mean? So it's like I I don't even care, y'all. It'd be like I being in that little industry, you start being like brand versus brand, mm-hmm. and it's like, mm-hmm. bitch, fuck out of yeah. here. Yeah. Right. Like, right. See me as a human. <laughs> right. Now I know you got I know you got a roll soon, so I wanted to make sure we did this very important last segment of our show. It's called mm-hmm. you know this is purse first. Uh, this is our segment called Ass Last. It's where we actually like kind of have just a little bit more fun when, you know what I'm saying? I already told you why we don't like to talk about like sex and relationships with our guests because we yeah. just don't think that that's 
respectful, right? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Ce- Cecily and Pierre wasn't doing that shit. Mm. But okay. so I figured though, since we have like a legendary artist with us, I would like to know the wildest tour story that you have. Because that's the shit that legends talk about. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like when yeah, they, when they true. talk to like Mick Jagger and shit, they talk about yeah, like yeah. crazy that's shit true. that happened on tour. So I'm very curious <laughs> okay. like what your story is. <laughs> well, one of my stories, I was in Europe um, co-headlining a tour with g Easy, <clears throat> And we was like in um, all over Europe fucking doing like, I forget how many dates, but from Zurich to all these places. And we were um, <clears throat> riding. And so on my bus, I had my friends from Australia with me who I just met like year or so ago you know what I, mean? I was like y'all can pull up on tour with me because i'm going through it actually it's mm-hmm. like i'm over this i'm over this rap shit i'm about to retire it was like mm-hmm. 2016 i tweeted mm-hmm. i'm retiring fuck my label i remember shit. that yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah i did all that and was on tour with them and um we was just like man whatever fuck this let's just have fun and so <clears throat> i remember we pulled up to one middle of somewhere i forget for, i can't even remember the country but it was the middle of somewhere. And we went into the McDonald's and one of my friends ran in there, like off the bus, like so fucked up and hungry, like just in his underwear. <laughs> so we like, yo, what's going on? Why is you here? It's like, it's weird, weird times in the morning, like, I don't know, 4 a.m. And it's a truck driver's type stop, like McDonald's somewhere. And it's like, we just turned from wherever the fuck we came from. And he just ran in there. And was just like, hey, you know, uh, uh, uh. and he had that Australian accent, so it sounds like a blonde girl. Oh my! (laughs) (laughs) And so he was in there like talking like Paris Hilton, trying to get (laughs) fun. And I was just like, yo, this is wild. The whole tour was wild. I was doing like, I don't know, a show every night and meeting people for the night. So it's like hanging out with girls and just like, oh, for the night, but it's like, oh my God, you're so pretty girl. I wish I could. Uh, sorry. You gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, really be like over there like, damn, it's like I could really find uh, somebody to settle down with, but it's like, they doing this for any nigga pull up on the bus. Right. Right. <laughs> so, Literally. It's like, I ain't nothing fucking special. But right. I am special, honestly. So Right. I love that. That that's yeah, so that was a safe one. You know what I'm saying? Not my man was trying to get some chicken nuggets in the tidy whities. I'm done. Yeah, fact. <laughs> that's what he was trying to do. And it's like, bruh, like Paris Hilton. Yeah. Talking like Paris Hilton geeked up off of the exotic ecstasy pills that they got down there. The ones that they say are approved for you to do. Okay. Oh, y'all had some uh Wait, medicinal ecstasy. Legal. They have medicinal ecstasy, Jesus. Legal. <laughs> Some of that legal. It's illegal. But I did get caught in Germany smoking a joint, and it was like, y'all only doing this because I'm colored. Yeah. Period. And it's crazy. So it's yeah. like, don't even twirl. But I was like, I'm from Atlanta, right? I'm from the South. I'm from Georgia. So it's like, colored. It's like, it don't matter from this side to mm-hmm. Kodak Black to any. If you got a mm-hmm. drip yeah. of that yeah. bitch. Y'all talking about drip? <laughs> right. You got a you gotta drip of that bitch. They like, <laughs> nigger. Exactly. <laughs> that's a nigger. You did it. That's, like, that's a nigger right there. <laughs> and I was like, yo. Oh, it's a God. roach. I'm over here with a little roach. And they're like, nah, we finna take you. And I'm like, bro, y'all trip. I'm headline showing on the pass. Like, this me. This <laughs> me. <laughs> I'm right here. 
<laughs> next to the white dude. This me. They ain't give a fuck. They didn't give a nah. fuck. They didn't give a damn. <laughs> I was like, oh, well. Okay. Whatever. I ain't, ain't nothing. So they had to pay like $250 and then. But okay, y'all. Yeah, thank you so much. I was just about to say thank you so much for stopping by. This was legendary. We appreciate appreciate you. Um, Tell all our listeners what where you want them to find you, what you want them to cop. If they can slide in your DMs, tell them to give them give us an outro. Yeah, y'all can slide in my DMs. It's Ila (laughs) McConan on Twitter. (laughs) Ila McConan five D. Ila McConan five D on Twitter. Ila McConan on Instagram. Um, listen to the music and stream it on all the streaming platforms because I am an independent artist now. So you Period. know what I'm saying? I'm working on getting the videos out this year and all that stuff. But um, yeah. We miss seeing trash. you, friend. Yeah, I know. I'm going to come, y'all. I, I had to take some time, you know what I'm saying? Deal with a lot, but now I'm feeling so much better and happy and now I'm ready to, you know what I'm saying? Come we on We got out there. you. Yeah. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Purse First Show. You can also submit ask last questions to show at gmail.com. You can also watch this full unedited interview that we just did with McConan right now on our Patreon. You can see some of the juicy stuff that we did there on the episode, like how the nigga ended up living in Portland and what his least favorite song of his is. You can check all of that out over at our Patreon in addition to exclusive reviews from me and Pierre like the Nicki Minaj busting conversation that y'all need to tap into. Um, Early access to our episodes and also an opportunity to be on an episode of the show. We also want to say shout out to Critical Minded, which is an initiative to support cultural critics of color, co-founded by the Nathan Cummins Foundation and the Ford Foundation. They have been the biggest plug for Purse First, and we fuck with them forever for that. I holla. <laughs>